Thanks for tuning in to Warcry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Hey, everybody. Welcome to War Cry Radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, and I am so excited to have on the show today, Miss Betty Nelson. Betty, how are you? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. I'm doing very well. Very awesome. well. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I am excited to just really dive into this conversation with you. As you all know that are listening, I'm your host and your wealth strategist. And this show is really all about providing strategic tools, tips, all kinds of goodness for our business people, specifically our business women. But I just want to say that you guys are really rocking with me. I have been looking at the stats recently. We are international. We have over 14 countries listening to us. I just looked at the stats this morning. We are nearing 1,500 downloads. I love it. Thank you all for rocking with us. We have so many good things that are going on here at Warcry Radio. Just being an international show is just like, I am in awe. And so, (laughs) Betty, I want to thank you for joining this ride with us, this journey with us. You, my friend, are adding to the value, to the impact that we are bringing not just to the United States, but to the world. Yes. Yes. So, Betty, what is the company that you own and operate? Tell us about that. Yes, absolutely. So, the name of my company is Nelson Career Curators, and we are an executive coaching uh, platform or practice. That's correct. And so, we provide career development. Uh, We provide you with uh, really guidance on how to manage your career. So, that's what we do in a nutshell. And we strongly believe in our tagline, which is doing what you love, not what you must. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. So listen, ladies, gentlemen, if you are looking to really, I would say, mold your career around you and who you are, you definitely want to get in touch with Betty. So Betty, tell us how you got started in this particular industry. Absolutely. So it has a lot to do with I was looking for what I offer. Uh, When I graduated high school, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do career-wise. I I honestly didn't attach career with a job. I just knew, okay, well, I graduated high school, I'll be starting uh, college, and I needed something to do in between. And so going through the process of actually looking for work is what uh, helped me to start my company. the resume writing, uh, I didn't know how to write a resume, didn't really know how to interview, um, you know, just kind of going through the steps on finding work and, get, and securing the position. Didn't understand that, I didn't have a strategy. Uh, so going through that entire process, 
I said, you know, to myself, well, you know what, someone else needs this as well. And I was doing this for some family members, eventually friends, uh, my senior year of college, uh, my professors became my clients, <laughs> believe it or not. Wow, that and, is impressive. Yes, yes. Um, and, and so they say, well, you have a business. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, sure. <laughs> you know, but I didn't have the mindset of starting a business at the time. So I really delayed that process um, until maybe 10 years after that. Uh, for wow. that, during the entire 10 years, I just wrote resumes as a hobby and, um, and just kind of did that on the side and, and coached people on what to say, how to say things on interviews. And eventually, uh, I got to the point where I said, you know what, I'm ready now. I'm ready to make this a full business where I can help others uh, manage their career, know that they recognize that they have a brand to begin with, a professional brand. And, um, and when you're ready to transition, if you want to transition out of working in a corporation to owning your own company, I would also provide you with that support. I absolutely love, love, love. There was just in that brief description, there was so much in there that I just, I literally just want to tackle. The first thing is you created a, a solution mm -hmm. for what you could not find. Right. <laughs> that is pivotal. Because we have to understand if there's something we are looking for, if mm -hmm. there is a need that we have mm -hmm. and we can't find the solution, then probably, most likely, we have been charged divinely to bring that solution to the people. Absolutely. Let's talk about that a little bit because that... <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> I love it. Let's talk yeah. about that a little bit. So what yeah. was that like and how did you get through that process? There's a couple mm -hmm. of other things that I want to talk about and I don't want to jump ahead, but knowing that you needed a, a, a service but could not find it. And so then moving from that to, okay, well, I'm just going to create that solution then. Talk about that from a business standpoint. Absolutely. I just want to take us there. I have to emphasize the timeline that it even took for me to get to the point to say, you know what, this needs to be a bit, this is actually a business and it's, it's a necessity. Um, it's, it wasn't just about the resume writing and interview preparation. It's even when you, when you did land a job, not having a, a, a strategy or someone to really kind of talk to and guide you. And maybe you have some family members who help you with that process, right? But um, in the time, it was you decide to be a nurse or like there's nothing else to do. And I didn't... My, my passion wasn't there. I, I love and respect nurses. I have a family filled with them, but that wasn't for me. And so what happens when you know it's not for you, but then how do you help yourself get to the 
to the goal of making the career of what you actually want. And that was difficult um, for, it, it wasn't an overnight process. I fought it uh, for a very long time. I did other things. Uh, I worked in healthcare for years and that's a great, great um, industry to be a part of. But even there, there was still something that I felt was needed. Uh, when I saw maybe some colleagues being passed up for promotions, um, and not understanding how to communicate effectively so you can get your point across professionally, but still walk away, you know, respected in the fact that you voiced your opinion, things like that. Um, so just not understanding the intangibles of how to navigate and go through that process is what I, what drew me to say, you know what, I'm seeing too much of this it's time. Um, and then even understanding the financial component, because with my clients, we also do a financial planning session. So when you're ready to negotiate your salary, you also understand what it takes. Where are you financially? Um, and, you know, just asking for a number and not understanding why you're asking for a number, that's just not going to work for you. Um, so things like that. So it took me, my journey, it took me a while to finally decide that this is a necessity and I'm going to take this full on. Uh, every time I got a feedback from someone saying, thank you so much, I didn't know that I can do this or I, I really didn't understand what I needed until I quit you. That really solidified the fact that there was a need, not just for myself, but for so many others. Uh -huh. um, and so that's, that, that's what kept me going. And that's really the foundation of the business is based on a lot of feedback from people I just helped on my spare time saying, you know what, I know you need help, let me help you. And, and some folks don't recognize right away. Mm -hmm. um, I had to change the title of career coaching. It's like, I don't need a career coach. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I don't need you to coach me on my career. Okay, well, well, do you have a plan? Do you have a strategy? And some people do. Some people have a plan. They have a strategy. But what happens when you get to the point where you are promoted and you have a team and you don't know how to manage this team? So, okay, that's part of it. That's a big part of it because you need these people to be productive. You need them to do things for you um, without doing them yourself. It's a different dynamic. What got you to the promotion is not what is going to help you continue to be successful within this role. You have to wear a different hat. You have to be a different person. It's going to require uh, something different of you. It's gonna require growth. So maybe you don't need career coaching, okay? So we'll call it executive coaching, but you need that. Um, so so that's, that's in, in a nutshell, <laughs> what brought me there. It was a 10-year process of personal development myself, uh, being coached, um, uh, exposing myself to other leaders, you know, uh, surrounding myself with a support team, and then being prepared to say, okay, my doors are open, I'm ready, and I'm still learning, still learning. You know, I, there, you, are, you pack so much power. It is amazing. You, <laughs> Thank you. are literally what we need in our communities. Literally, seriously. I mean, and I'm not saying that my daughter likes to tell me, 
my, you boost people. No, I, I recognize greatness when I see it. And a lot of times we undervalue greatness. And I am telling you, Miss Nelson, that you have, you pack power and greatness because there take, it takes a lot to do what you're doing and to really recognize, I, you know, I understand that you said it took you 10 years. And I, I want to talk about that a little bit. Also, the mindset. And you talked about a lot of that in your, um, you know, your responses. But the mindset really needs to be specific. And it really needs to be a lot more than just, hey, here's a service or a product that I provide. But the mindset of a business owner really needs to be, okay, I'm now ready. Like you said, I'm now ready to open mm -hmm. my doors for services. I've gone through the business. I've gone through the coaching and I've, mm -hmm. you know, been with other leaders and different things of that nature, because I think there's this thought process that even, you know, business coaches, I've seen so many coaches fail mm -hmm. because they don't want to get a, a coach. And I'm yes. thinking, okay, a business coach still needs a business coach. Absolutely. A you doctor know. needs a doctor, a dentist needs a dentist. It's the same concept. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You cannot I, do it yourself. You cannot do it on your own. And I love the fact that you said you, you aligned yourself with other leaders, you know, with other coaches, and you were able to you know, really push out there. And it took 10 years. That's not to say that, you know, that's anything negative. It, you, you took 10 years to be where you needed to be to provide the services you needed to provide for people. And I absolutely right. love it. You know, I absolutely positively love it. And the fact that you were able to really hone in on the mindset piece, there mm -hmm. are, and you elaborated on this just a little bit, you touched on it a little bit, when, you know, there are a ton of people that think, okay, now I have the role, I have the role of a manager, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. people don't understand there's a difference between a manager who manages bodies yes. and a leader who leads events, who leads vision, who leads mm -hmm. functions, you know, you are leading from one space to the next space with mm -hmm. a purpose. But just being a manager, literally, honestly, anybody can manage bodies. Yes. You know, yes. but yeah. the leadership piece is I feel like we are lacking as it relates to business owners. That is one of, I'd have to say, one of my pet peeves. I've been in leadership for many, many years in mm -hmm. corporate America you know, mm -hmm. outside of entrepreneurship. And it is something that, you know, I've seen people just literally fall flat on their face because they feel like, because I have this title beside my name, you know, mm -hmm. I am the manager or the supervisor, yeah. or I am, you know, a, a vice president or an assistant yeah. vice president or an mm -hmm. executive or whatever, that I'm a leader. No, yes. really, you're no. not. Absolutely not. It's all so, mindset. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Well, it's definitely um, all has, has a lot to do with your mindset. Um, and I've come across positions and I'll say I was in, in a position where I was a, in a leadership role and um, my senior year actually of college, I landed this really great job and I'm like, yes, I made it. 
this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and then I had my first day at work and it was a whole different reality, right? It wasn't just about, you know, all the things that I talked about getting a resume and doing that process and all that, that I was in a different, um, completely different room, uh, all execs, you know, chief of this department, chief of that decision maker, mm -hmm. I will call them, right? So here I am in a boardroom of decision makers and, and I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? And I'm in, and I'm doing the basics, introducing myself. Hi, you know, and some people were open to the introduction, whereas other people just decided, no, I'm not even going to acknowledge that you're here. How do you deal with that? Right. And so as a manager, as a supervisor, I've always also been on the other side where I've been managed and been a supervisor. And it, it's hard to be knowingly a leader and have someone who doesn't necessarily have those skills or haven't taken the time to learn leadership and being managed or supervised by them. And so there's that dynamic. And, and sometimes they'll recognize that you are a leader before you recognize it in yourself. And that's another, that's a whole other issue, right? But you learn to manage yourself first and that's how you you start to develop those leadership skills um having a higher emotional intelligence yes. develop that <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, goodness. Yes. <laughs> how, you know developing a higher emotional intelligence and just um okay yes you're you're and knowing what to say when to say it and when not to say it you know you don't have to say everything um but just basically those things. And um, in, cor in corporate, there is, a, there is that barrier where people are getting these titles. And the what again, I go back to what got you there is not what's going to help you uh, continue to be successful in this role. What got you there must have been hard work. You came early on time. You know, you did the overperforming greatness. You maybe you even implemented some ideas and they saw that in you. But now you're here. You did that. That's fine. You have to learn something else. You need to learn people. Okay. And maybe you're not managing a team. So you need to mat and you have a manager title. You need to manage yourself. Learn to manage yourself, not to get overly you know, sensitive on things, or it's okay for someone to have a difference of opinion and we still are able to collaborate on a project. How do you deal with things like that? You really have to ask yourself these questions. This is where the executive coaching comes in place because not everyone is going to, um, it's very rare in corporate where someone's going to pull you to the side and say, hey, you know, I noticed you're not really connecting with your team. Let me give you some, some pointers on how to do that. I've yet to see it. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you're the person that has that access, that's great. But if you don't, yes, you need, a, you need an executive coach. And it's okay to ask for one. That doesn't mean you don't know what you're doing. You don't know your job. It means this is a different level you've grown to learn um, how to manage this role effectively and be very great at it and make people want to come to work and excite it like there's this thing that says um people don't leave their job they leave their managers yes. they leave their supervisor 
And that is so true. That's so true. As a, in a bigger picture of things, if you're a corporation and you're hiring managers and people, you have high turnover, don't look at the employees that are leaving necessarily, but who's managing these teams that keep leaving? Like people right. are consistently leaving. That's where, that's where we need to focus on. And it's, well, maybe we need to bring in an executive coach for our managers because yes, we're promoting them, but there might be another opportunity to get them coached up. And that's generating revenue and all these other things. But in any case, um, for me, I looked for my, my leadership to, I couldn't find in my workspace time. So I seeked other sources. I went on LinkedIn. I looked, I found my mentor on LinkedIn. Uh, and then I learned the financial services field. And I said, wow, I want that in my business now. And, um, and then I found other coaches who were actual training coaches. Um, and I build relationships with them, networked a lot. <laughs> and I love networking. Um, so sometimes, and I tell my clients this a lot, they're looking for mentorship in the wrong places. You might not find mentorship in the corporation you work in. You just may not. It just not, it may not happen. So you need to find outside support so you can go back in there and be successful. And that's where Nelson comes in. Yep. I absolutely love it. You know, one of the things that I have really tried to relate to folks is that that huge difference between management and leadership. You know, yes. when you are in a leadership role, you're typically going to, even a management role, you're typically going to have to learn how to vasculate between the two. You're gonna to have mm -hmm. to manage those bodies. In other words, you're gonna to have to manage multiple personalities walking into the door every single day. You're gonna to have to manage people who have multiple situations going on outside of their nine to five you're yes. going to have to manage all of those emotions in addition to the leadership piece is rowing that boat, steering mm -hmm. that boat and rowing it towards that vision. So you've got to learn how to balance the two effectively yes. and efficiently and become impactful within that organization. And that takes, that takes a lot of work because you cannot just jump in and say, okay, I'm doing it because a lot of times, where I see people fail, they do one or the other really mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. you know, but mm -hmm. the really great ones, they have learned how to just to even both. heal both of them. Yes. And, you know, one, th one of my most favorite, I have two quotes when I was in leadership, the, the last role that I had, and I tell a lot of people this because, you know, and it's not to brag or to boast or anything like that, but I came you know, I did not have a college education. Mm -hmm. And my last role in corporate America was assistant vice president of a large company. So to be able to do that, you know, to be able to do that is amazing. And my goal was to show a different side of leadership, that leadership is not just go do this, go do that, but it is managing people, those emotions, all those things that they are, a hundred percent of the time, but then mm -hmm. also making it to where we work cohesively as a yes. team, 
pushing the vision of the organization. And so I had mm -hmm. two, um, well, I had actually three things that I would always tell my folks. The first one is, uh, actually it was quite a bit, but excuses only <laughs> satisfy those that give them. Yes. That was one of my most favorite. And then, um, you know, excellence is, it's a, a it's an attitude. It's a behavior, yeah. not an attitude. You know, and then the mm -hmm. other thing was there's a, a leadership quote that I absolutely positively love by um, former First Lady Rosalind Carter. And she said, mm -hmm. a good leader leads people to where they want to go. A great leader mm -hmm. leads people to where they ought to go, but don't necessarily want to be. Mm -hmm. And so that the leadership within us, especially as business owners, whether you're in corporate America or your career outside of a entrepreneurship role, wherever mm -hmm. it is, you have to learn how to maneuver and navigate people's emotions in order to navigate other people's emotions. It doesn't mean you put them in a box and, and require mm -hmm. them to act and think and believe like this, but it requires you, as yeah. you touched on earlier, it requires you to have that emotional intelligence. You have to know Absolutely. how to respond, how not yeah. to respond, what is going to bring the best out in that person. Yes. And yes. So I absolutely yes. positive. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> because I, yes. you know, I talk to so many business owners that think, well, you know, it's, it's about time for me to start, you know, hiring people. And I'm thinking, well, are you ready? You know, uh, are you really ready? Uh, yes. You know, I love that you just that <laughs> because a lot of people I love that you said that. no no because are you ready to because you know as business owners that's your baby right you, you especially your founder like you did everything from scratch it's the logo it's the 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 you know everything that went into that that's you it's not already made you know and so when you're very particular about people who are coming in to your organization and i understand that a hundred percent yes so one of the uh services that we just started um offering and we have three business owners already is talent acquisition because another need that i noticed okay so as we are going through says i also have to do a bit of coaching where it's like are you ready yes. for someone to come in and for you to let it go, let it go. It's okay. It's okay. They're, let them do it because I've been through it myself where I'll give, I will specifically give a task. And the minute I hung up the phone, I, I you know, what? let me just do it. And it's like, why did you give the task if you're going to turn around and do it? And so it's like, it's coaching the business owner to, start building the trust in themselves that it's okay to a little bit to someone else to do it for you so that you can refocus on growing your organization because it's an organization right before it's an organization it's okay for you to bring in an intern and get these administrative things done maybe sometimes it, it, they're not doing it well well you're a business owner you're the leader of your business you know what it took to get there so you're going to train this person a little bit up so they can get this skill. And I, and I would really highly recommend people who are, or, or college or even high school students, we have them in there. Um, you want to build your leadership role, get with a business owner, a small business owner, and you will learn firsthand what it takes to be a leader right there. And then if you want to, go ahead and, and excel into corporate and do that. You 
can. But if I would start with that. So my point is, so we, we help our business owners get to that trusting phase where it's okay to let this go. If this person makes a mistake, it's not a high liability for you. So give them things that we can fix, you know, um, and, and eventually then you'll build your trust. You'll build your confidence to say, oh yeah, go ahead and do that. That that's how I am now. It's like, um, you got it. If you can prove to me, you got it, then go ahead and do it until I see you can't do it. Then it's over. It's out, you know, or I'll give you what I know you can handle. And if you show me otherwise that you cannot handle it, then we'll tweak it and do something else. But I'm finding you a, a role where I feel that it's your strength and you say you want to do this and I'm providing you the opportunity. So the benefit of working with a business owner is they have their own platform. Mm -hmm. they ha they're creating jobs. They're creating opportunities. They're, they're actually even giving you knowledge that they took them years to get. I mean, it took me 10 years to, <laughs> you know, to get there. And you, you have access to me and then you have access to network of folks who can write you a quick letter of recommendation if you need it. So uh, take advantage of that. I would say as a business owner, we, the more you, we get in, each, in, in, in our way, in our own way of trying to do everything. You don't want to, if, if your goal is to be a solopreneur, okay. You but got a it. business. You said it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> but a business. Come a business on now. Is something, if you are sleeping, it's running. If you are running, you know, like jogging somewhere, it's still running. That's the business. The business is running itself. We get away from the solopreneur mindset and I'm doing it all by myself because it could be so much further along if you just start to build the trust and, and not everybody's going to be trustworthy and it's going to, someone's going to say you didn't do what you were supposed to when you know you did it. That's okay. You know, but for every 10 fails, there's that one win that's like, that just brings you straight to the next phase. Now you're ready for the next thing. It makes you just that 10 times stronger for that one win. So that's, that's what it is. That's a small business. Um, that's you know, what I consider. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I have learned over the years, one thing that I have told people when I was in corporate America, um, because I had to oversee managers in the role mm -hmm. that I was in and, you know, other supervisors and, and different things like that. And even now being a business coach and talking to other business owners as they are beginning to go into the phase of now I'm ready to hire someone or mm -hmm. multiple people. And I, you know, I talk to them about that trust factor. Yes. One thing that I like to relay to folks is if you are at a position where, or a point where you're ready to bring people in, but you don't trust people. So there's a couple of things that's going on. First and foremost, you have to conquer the fear and the doubt. Okay. Then the second thing is you've got to be able to bring in people that, you know, if you've got that gut feeling that something's just not mm -hmm. right, then you probably need mm -hmm. to not be desperate. Yes. And go ahead yes. and let them walk on back out the door and not deal with it. Yes. Agreed. And then the agreed. third thing is within that trust of, well, I'm not sure if they're going to do things right. Mm -hmm. We as the leader have to take on over half of that responsibility in that did we train them properly 
Yes. Because if I train you, best believe that Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you everything that you need to Mm -hmm. succeed in that role so that I don't have to stand over your shoulder. Because I am not one that micromanages. So when I walk away from you, I know that I have left you with everything that you possibly need. And I'm just going to even take it just a little bit further. My daughter is 22. She'll be 23 this year. And Mm -hmm. people were shocked that when she graduated from high school in 2016, she was ready to go. And they were like, well, you're not going to be sad and, you know, upset that she's going to college. No, ma'am. Because I raised Mm -hmm. her to be independent. I raised her. I trained her to go out and do the things that she needed to do. So not long after that, my daughter had her own place. Well, aren't you afraid? No, not really. Yeah. You know why? Because I trained her to be a woman. I trained her to be an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so these mm-hmm. are the things. So it's not just, you know, I didn't just do it in corporate America or in business. It's just my mindset. How can you yes. have the next person succeed if you're holding back anything? Mm-hmm. You yes. know, I'm not saying yeah. give folks the secret to the business. Don't give them the okay. secret sauce. But if their mm-hmm. role calls for them to have the ingredients to the secret sauce, you better give it up. Yes. You know, give it up. I was just going to add to that, give it up and get the non-disclosure agreement signed. And that's it. (laughs) That is all you need to do because in this day and time, we have to be willing to raise people up to bring them to where not only they need to be, but where you need them to be so that all are impacted in a positive way to be able to get this done. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it is necessary in this day and time. And I I love that you are having this conversation with people Mm -hmm. because business owners, whether they're business owners or whomever they are, we have to stop trying to tow the entire boat and say, you know what, or the ship and say, you know what, I need to delegate. I need to give this to, Mm -hmm. you know, to to whomever and, and allow them to do what they need to do so that they can rise above and do what they need to do. I mean, it is just, it is necessary. I absolutely love it. it. Is. I know this is going to be a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm so glad to be on. <laughs> to be absolutely able to share amazing. The so Thank we're going to take a quick break. And one thing that I do want to just, I want to just kind of throw this in there, just to put this in real life perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Supercent, who Raynell Stewart, who goes by Supercent, she is mm-hmm. the owner, founder and owner of the Crayon Case makeup um brand. And mm-hmm. she's out of New Orleans, young lady, young black lady. And one statement that she made not lo- not too terribly long ago was that she changed the trajectory of her business by stepping away and allowing somebody else to run it because she didn't know Mm. how to do it. Mm. That's how she said she has now become a multi-million dollar brand. You have to know when you are no longer working out of your garage, Mm. no longer working Mm. out of your kitchen, your living room, whatever the case is, even a rented storage space down the street. Mm -hmm. You have to Mm -hmm. know 
when it's time to bring in true professionals that can help you take your business to where it needs to go. Yes. Now she's still very active within her business. Mm -hmm. She's still the CEO of her mm -hmm. business, but she actually has a team that runs her business. So mm -hmm. she's got some folks in there that they manage literally all day-to-day -day activities, mm -hmm. you know, but she'll post videos of, you know, her being in the warehouse. She just recently posted that, you know, her office mm -hmm. within the, within the business. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's just amazing to see these different things, you know, people doing this and it's doable. It is definitely yeah. doable. And so Absolutely. I want to take a quick break. And when we come back, Betty, I want you to talk to us about, um, you know, how we can get in touch with you, give us your contact information. And if we were to contact you for a session, a discovery call, however you have your systems set up, what would we expect from you? And so we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Hey guys, I just wanted to interrupt just for a brief moment to let you guys know that I do have some great and amazing information over at warcry.com. If you go to my website, you will see where I have a welcoming wealth level up center. Guys, I am constantly curating and creating content to drop into this welcoming wealth level up center. The reason why I want to do this guys is because I believe in you. And so with that being said, I've got a ton of free information on there. I've got e-courses, mini courses, I've got modules, I've got all kinds of things guys for you to level up. Listen, you guys know I always say wealth is not always just monetary. Wealth is our mindset as well. Wealth is within us. And so as we begin to build ourselves up, we begin to move fluidly towards wealth and we can handle it a lot better. We can actually, guys, obtain maintain and sustain so run over to warcry.com and check me out there guys peace all right so we are back and i have miss betty nelson of nelson career curators and this has been a fire conversation <laughs> i have absolutely loved it so much so that your your the the sponsorship break is a little later <laughs> in the episode because this was a good conversation. So Betty, before we took a break, I asked you to let us know um, how we can get in touch with you, and you know if there's someone that's interested in contacting you for your services. First, let us know specifically what services you offer. And if someone is interested in contacting you for a service, what can we expect through the onboarding process, your systems? How can, what can we expect? And okay. Also, if you have any 
specials or anything like that? Any events, anything going on? Okay. Uh, well, if you want to get in contact with me, uh, so this is our process. We ask you to complete a survey. Uh, the first thing you would do is go on our website and um, all our packages are listed. Uh, depending on which level you are in your career, it's itemized in that way. And uh, from college to job search to mid-level, senior level, or entry level, that's how it's um, itemized. And you just click on Advance My Career, choose a date. Uh, within 24 to 48 hours, we'll have our uh, company contact you to complete a survey. Uh, we want you to complete that survey because we want you to know how familiar are you with coaching and if you've ever embarked on a relationship such as this. And um, after that, we get you start, we uh, get the next appointment. Oh, I'm sorry. On the appointment, you get a presentation of what we all discuss. What, what's the expectation? We take you through the phases of career management and where you fall based on our conversation. So it's a really get to know you conversation. I will caution that we typically allocate about 30 minutes, but we never make it to 30 minutes. Our presentation end at 30 minutes, but no one wants to get off. Uh, <laughs> so it just ends up being a coaching session. And on every, uh, every presentation call, I always get a feedback. So this is gonna be the expectation is, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I needed this. Thank you so much. Um, and then, so then you have a decision to either join our group if you want to do that, or we can have you uh, do a one-on-one -on -one session, which are usually weekly, and we'll agree on a set time. And uh, so what else we have going on? So we used to have workshop brunch um, in person in our office. And uh, due to our pandemic, we decided to take it on virtual. So that will be starting back up again sometime late August, beginning, beginning of September. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And we do have courses that are available for those of you who just want to get a quick DIY, uh, do-it-yourself um, uh, resume writing, or how do I update my LinkedIn, or even write a business plan we have that available, the courses are on, online, and you'll have access to an MBA consultant after the course. And that's how you can get in contact with me. Oh, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is the last one. So our company's on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn, you can look for uh, Betty Nelson CPCC, that's a Certified Professional Career Coach, um, and connect with me there as well. Awesome, I absolutely love it. I absolutely positively love it. So Betty, the last couple of things that I really want to talk about before we close out this session is what is some, what is your passion that you want to relay to those looking to build out their career or business owners? What is your passion that you want to relay at this point today? This is considering COVID that is going, that is actually spiking again in a ton of places. Mm -hmm. But what is it that you want to, to relay to folks? I just want to relay that, you know, you may not find the position that you're looking for. Realistically, the ideal job, dream job, you may have to be the one to create it. Um, and maybe you have a job already and that's okay. 
you can build and take your time while you're on your job. It's just going to require a little bit more time. Um, be patient with yourself, but be willing to learn, be willing to take in feedback, and really check your emotions. Um, everybody's not out to harm you or bring you down. And you can you have that gut feeling. You can tell who's genuine and who may not be, right? And if you've never been exposed to someone who's genuine, um, try to change your network, change your network. Uh, so I would say during this pandemic, we are all in different emotions at this time, just because we can't do the normal things that we would like to do. I would definitely advise you to focus on your focus. What is it that you love to do? What scares you so much? Like explore that, explore what scares you um, in terms of passion. What, what scares and when I say scares you, excites you all at the same time. Like, wow, this is huge. This is a big dream. I don't know if I can do it. That's the, that's the actual thing that you need to do. Everyone does not have the same assignment. Um, and for a long time, I was pursuing other assignments that I thought were, was supposed to be that. And then I realized, no, that's not your assignment at all. And you'll know it's not your assignment because you'll keep coming back to the very thing you thought is not for you. And think about the very thing that you keep coming back to that you just can't for some reason shake off and start to embrace this. There's time now, there, there are less distractions, stay off social media, except for you know when you need to watch positive information and limit the, the negativity that's coming in. Um, limit that, please. Uh, yes, do you need to be aware of what's happening in the world? Absolutely. But just like food, you need food to, to eat every day. Okay. You're not going to eat junk food all day long, right? So just be mindful of that. And my passion is really what the tagline is, is to help you do what you love and not just do what you must, like just work, actually find passion in life and purpose and, and, and build a career from that. Absolutely. So, I absolutely love it. You, again, you are an impactful force that is out here in the community. And I am so grateful. I am so grateful that you are out here doing this. Now, what area are you in? I'm in uh, Illinois. I am in okay. Evanston, Illinois. That's where our office is based out of. Okay. Uh, so, yep, that's where we are. Awesome. But I love we do it. cater to everyone all over. So yes, uh, we're absolutely. also national. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So folks, we have had Betty Nelson of Nelson Career Curators on, and this has been just an amazing and awesome conversation. This is really the epitome of a fireside chat. I know a ton of people say, well, Karina, what is a fireside chat? I've had a ton of people ask me that. Really, a fireside chat is something that is authentic, has not mm -hmm. been rehearsed, and it blazes. And that is this. And I am so happy that you have been on the show today. Thank you for and having me. I do. Yes, ma'am. And so I do want to check back with you periodically just to see how you're doing. You know, if there's any additional value and passion and information that you want to share with us, I would love to have you back on at some point. Um, you know, at some point, 
in, in the show's life <laughs> and <laughs> just really share what you're doing out here. I just have a feeling that you're going to blaze some amazing trails. I really, truly believe that. And I believe that once outside opens back up, there's going to be some things that you're going to be doing that it's not just going to be in Illinois, but will truly be across the globe. And this is, um, this is really just the beginning for you. You may say it took you 10 years to get started, but I believe there was a ton that was being packed in and packed on that it was just, it's, it's that, I don't really know what, how you would describe it, but it's, it's the authenticity that's being done. That's yes. being just baked in, you know, some things just take time. And mm -hmm. I'm thankful that you did take the time to, to really find the true voice and value of your brand. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. you. I appreciate the time and this opportunity. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So we are ending another awesome and amazing episode, folks. And as you all know, I do make sure all of our guests' uh, contact information are in clickable links in our show notes. So join us again here on Warcraft Radio. Go be great. And I am Karina Calhoun. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Hey guys, I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on Warcry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Warcry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um guide you guys on so please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our featured guests my goal with bringing on featured guests is to bring additional value for you okay so just keep that in mind guys thanks bye <laughs>